Welcome to the Expositor Podcast with Dr. Stephen J. Lawson. Dr. Lawson is the founder and president of One Passion Ministries. The Expositor Podcast is focused on taking your preaching to the next level. Now, here's Dr. Lawson. In this session, I want to talk to you about preaching the Trinity. As preachers of the Word of God, it is important that we preach the greatness of God, who God is. We want our people to be overwhelmed with the awesomeness of God. And probably the most foundational truth that there is in the Bible concerning God is the truth of the Trinity or the triunity of God. This is what distinguishes true Christianity from all of the cults who deny the Trinity. Uh, They are Unitarians. And so we must preach the Trinity in such a way that our people understand this trifold triunity of God, um, such that when some cult member comes knocking on the door and has literature for them, that they would be able to give a defense of their faith, uh, that they know why they believe in the Trinity. And let's be honest, how many of our church members could even think their way through the doctrine of the Trinity, yet it is the very cornerstone of true, a true understanding of of who God is. Um, That God exists as one God in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, that they are co-equal and co-eternal. And so it is critically important that in our preaching that we are such careful theologians as we equip our people in the proper understanding and knowledge of God. Well, let me just give you some some headings as you would think about preaching the the triunity of God. And the first is God is one. Uh, That's the most fundamental truth, that there is only one true living God and that this God is one God. We do not believe in three gods. We believe in one God who exists in three persons. Deuteronomy 6, verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one God. It's known as the Shema, which Hebrew 4 means to, to listen to this. It's the most fundamental truth to which we should listen. In 1 Timothy 2, verse 5, the Bible says, There is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 8, verse 6 also says there is one God. So we must be very clear as we teach the Trinity that God is one. Second, We want to affirm and be clear that God is three, that God, this one God exists in three persons. Uh, I know that that's difficult for us to understand, but let's be honest. Who among us understands uh, all that is in the Bible? Who among us understands that Jesus is truly God, yet truly man? Who among us really understands the virgin birth? Who among us really understands the substitutionary death of Christ upon the cross? Who among us really understands the inspiration of Scripture? If you only believe what you fully understand, I'm going to say you're not going to believe hardly anything. And so as we come to the doctrine of the Trinity, we must accept what the Scripture teaches 
that God is three, three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now, this is very abundantly clear, for example, in Matthew 28, verse 19, uh, in which Jesus says, Go into all the world and make disciples and baptize them in the name, singular, of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Uh, that tells us that there is one God, one name, yet three persons. And when we baptize, we baptize in all three names, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, because they work together as one Savior. They, uh, God the Father is a Savior. He chose His elect from before the foundation of the world. Uh, he chose and is the architect of the gospel. He is the one who has sent His Son and sent the Spirit into the world. God the Father is a Savior. God the Son is a Savior. In John 4, He is this 42. He is the Savior of the world. His very name, Jesus, means Jehovah saves. Matthew 1, 21, He will come and save His people from their sins. No question but that Jesus Christ is the Savior. But the Holy Spirit is also the Savior as well as He applies the work of Christ to the hearts of those who believe. In fact, He even grants the gift of repentance and faith. He is the convictor of sin. He draws the elect to Christ. And He is the author of the new birth. He has caused us to be born again. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Um, so all three persons of the Trinity are a Savior. So as we preach, we must preach the doctrine of the Trinity so that our people will grow in the knowledge of God so that our people's worship of God will be greatly uh, illumined. Uh, that's why in so many of the hymns, uh, the first verse is God the Father, the second verse is God the Son, the third verse is God the Holy Spirit. It greatly enlarges uh, our worship of God to see this triunity of this one God. So as you preach, I want to encourage you to be Trinitarian in your preaching. And as you read the Bible, time obviously does not permit, but there are so many passages where all three persons of the Trinity are mentioned. Let me just give you one. Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 14, the baptism of the Lord Jesus Christ. The second person of the Trinity went into the Jordan River. The heavens opened up and the voice of the first person of the Trinity said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And then the third person of the Trinity descended upon him like a dove. There you see the clear distinction between all three persons of the Trinity. As you preach, you must make these clear distinctions. And your people's worship of God will become all the more transcendent and filled with awe and astonishment at who God is. Well, may the Lord... Uh, strengthen you and strengthen your understanding in the nature of the Trinity as you preach.